Stacy, it's so hot outside. I'm just glad we've got CJSW on 90.9 FM to keep us cool on this hot Calgary day. Can you pass the sunscreen? My face is the front of shop. My face is the real shop front. My shop is the face I front. I'm real when I shop my face. Shop for me. 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 Shop for
Hello, you're tuned into the High Priestess here on CJSW 90.9 FM broadcasting on Treaty 7 land. My name's Rachel. That track that you just heard is by Sophie. It's called Face Shopping from Oil of Every Pearl's Uninsides. RIP to a real hyper pop legend. So today we're going to be listening to a lot of, uh, I guess like we're kind of looking at like some electronic, going to be getting into some trance music as well as some hype, some more hyper pop as well. Featuring some trans artists I really like, because here on The High Priestess, we do not support the legislation that was just unveiled by Danielle Smith. But anyways, everything aside, I'm also doing Pick a Crystal Tarot readings today. So once again, I'm going to be shuffling cards live on air. Um, So if you follow me on Instagram, you'll see I posted a picture of three crystals There was an Amazonite crystal, which was green, clear quartz, which is clear or kind of white looking, and then citrine, which is kind of white and yellow, just for those of you who saw the picture and picked a crystal, just so you're aware. Um, If you were looking at the picture, we're going to be doing the readings from left to right, so the first crystal to the right, I guess. (laughs) What I want you to do, especially if you haven't seen that picture and you're just tuning in now, is to intuitively choose a crystal or that speaks to you. So this crystal will then correspond to a reading that I do on today's show. If you haven't chosen a crystal yet, I want you to take a deep breath. <sighs> close your eyes and think about which of these crystals speaks to you the most. The first reading is going to correspond to the stone Amazonite. Some of its property properties include better communication, balancing energy, and clarity. Amazonite can help you to align with and speak your truth. The second reading corresponds to clear quartz, the middle crystal. Its properties include serenity, healing, and psychic abilities. And the third reading corresponds to the st- sorry corresponds to the stone citrine, which helps dispel sadness. It's good for generosity, creativity, strength, and alignment. So, pick one of those crystals. It's going to correspond to a reading. If all of that went over your head and it's just easier for you, you can simply just choose a number, one, two, or three. Okay, and don't overthink it. Like, just kind of go with the first one that comes to mind or the one that feels right. Um, It's all about intuition. If you want to chat with me here in the booth, you can do so at 403-220-3991. This next track is by TDJ, Montreal, DJ, it's called Transgender from Trans Detente Jazz. Stick around for the first reading after this musical break.
Chinook Blast is Calgary's signature winter celebration that showcases the best of our city. From February 2nd through 19th, whether you're into arts, music, sports, lights, or just want to enjoy the winter season, Chinook Blast truly has something for everyone. Find out all the details at chinookblast.ca and start crafting your own winterful experience.
WJSW 90.9 FM. You're hearing Temptation by Plush Managements Incorporated. Fading out in the background, that's from Free Britney. Plush Managements Incorporated is Liv Carmen and Sophie Sweetland. And starting off that set, we heard TDJ with Transgender from Trans Detente Jazz. All right, we're getting into our first tarot reading. If you're just tuning in now, first of all, this is the High Priestess. We love tarot here. We're doing pick a pick a stone or pick a reading tarot readings. So there's three crystals, Amazonite, clear quartz, and citrine. This first reading, reading one, is going to correspond to Amazonite. Before I get into the readings, a couple things I want to tell you. We're doing three card readings. They're quick. Past, present, and future are the kind of placements of the card, but they don't necessarily have to correspond to the past, present, and future. As always, take what resonates, and if something doesn't, I'm not psychic. I'm not predicting your life. It's your life, baby. Just live it how you want. I will describe how the card looks, and then I will also describe its meaning. I'm using a different tarot deck today than I did a couple weeks ago. This is my favorite tarot deck. It's called the Rainbow Heart Tarot. It's by Rachel Rosencoder. Uh, just beautiful, kind of like psychedelic almost renditions of the Rider Waite kind of imagining of the deck. I just love the artwork on this. It's batch made tarot, so it cost me a pretty penny, but it was worth it. Okay. Reading one, Amazonite reading, people. I'm getting started. Again, I'm going to shuffle the cards live on air here. So, yeah. Oh, that was... I wish you could be here and see how terrible that shuffle was. Wow. Okay. I did shuffle the cards a little bit before the... uh, before the mic break here, just because we do have a lot of readings to get through today. Um, and I want to make sure we have enough time to also listen to the fun music I curated. And so I can, you know, go in depth with your readings a little bit. Okay, we're going to just do one more round of shuffling here. Bringing it nice and close to the mic for some ASMR. Okay, I'm going to pick three cards. It's your first card, your second card, and your third card. All right. In the past position, we have the Seven of Wands. Okay, so typically... Now, see, this is the trouble with using... um, This is the trouble with using... The Rainbow Heart Tarot, some of the cards really look like the original uh, card from Rider-Waite-Smith, and some of them look a little bit different. So in the Rider-Waite-Smith rendition of the Seven of Wands, you're going to see a person, they are holding a wand in their hand in a very like defensive stance, and then there's some wands that surround them. Um, but in this version, we kind of see a phoenix rising from, not even the ashes, it's like a a phoenix rising from a fire and the kindling appears to be those seven wands. 
Then in the present position, we have the Eight of Pentacles. Um, typically in Rider-Waite-Smith, you're going to see someone who is seated on a bench. They're kind of in front of a tree that has a bunch of pentacles in front of them, and they're hammering away at one of the pentacles. And then you have the Wheel of Fortune in the future. This is – it shows a wheel. Um, there's a lot of different imagery on this, but basically – yeah, this one's very rainbow colored. It's kind of like the wheels, almost like Zodiac vibes. There's also um, some references in the original imagery of the Wheel of Fortune that relates to the fixed signs. So the fixed signs are Leo, Taurus, Aquarius, and Scorpio. So if you're one of those signs, maybe that's significant here or someone who's a fixed sign is significant in your life. So in the past, I'm kind of seeing that you you really had to draw on your perseverance. You really um, kind of had to stand your ground and protect something. When we think of the wands, we think of fire, which relates to energy. So, you know, this could literally be just protecting your energy, but it could also be protecting something that you built or cultivated. Basically, the Seven of Wands is about kind of, yeah, transcending obstacles, being prepared to fight and struggle for what you believe in, trusting in yourself, rising from the ashes. So, yeah, some kind of adversity might have popped up in your past that forced you to really draw on those inner resources. Yes, courage in the face of adversity. I've got the little Rainbow Heart Tarot guidebook here, which I love. It actually, I've noticed um, these descriptions they've taken from learntarot.com, which is also one of my favorite uh, sites for interpretation of the tarot. All right, next you have the Eight of Pentacles. The Eight of Pentacles is all about perfecting your craft. The pentacles relate to earth. Typically, people associate the pentacles with career and finances, but it's a lot broader than that, in my opinion. It's about the resources that you have, which resources are always more than just money or a job, although those can like definitely help for sure. But yeah, eight, the eight of pentacles in the rainbow heart tarot, it shows, uh, I kind of think of him as a kid, but like a person with glasses and they're surrounded by all of these really funky masks. So this guy <laughs> makes masks. So some of you are, are really artsy types, perhaps you maybe. um, Maybe you make your own art that's kind of funky like this, but perfecting your craft can really relate to any sort of skill that you build over time. There's some kind of mastery going on here. Maybe perfecting your craft and working on your craft is kind of a way, it might be a way that you need to, or you might need to pour energy into perfecting a craft, into learning about something, into learning how to do certain things um, as a way of transcending this adversity that we're seeing with the Seven of Wands. Yeah, mastery, application of skills, developing abilities, creating a body of work, virtuosity. I also just want to say to you, if you're listening to this and you're not an artist and you're like, I don't have a craft that I perfect, a lot of things in life are an art. Being a good listener is an art. Being a good parent, friend, lover, <laughs> like any of those things, that's an art, right? So, you know, you need to expand your idea of what your craft is, but think about that skill in your life that you really want to build and learn because you're going to get some gratification out of it as well. Again, we're seeing perseverance as a theme here with the Eight of Pentacles as well. So some of you, um, the messages don't give up, keep going. 
And some of you need to get in touch with your inner child. You know, I think it's kind of cliche, but we always talk about, oh, you used to draw all the time when you were a kid and then you hit a certain age and you realize you're not, you know, artist like career level and you stop drawing or maybe there's some kind of art form that was really freeing for you um, when you were younger or in the past and you've kind of left it behind, but you've been maybe itching to try it again. This is your sign to do it. It's going to be really healing for you. In the future position, we have the Wheel of Fortune. The Wheel of Fortune typically relates to the cycles of life, spiritual cycles. Nothing is permanent. If you're in a good spot, like this too shall pass. That can end. If you're in a bad place, nothing lasts forever. The wheel's going to go back up again. The Wheel of Fortune is kind of... So first of all, the Wheel of Fortune, it's the Wheel of Fortune, so it's a good sign, but typically what the Wheel of Fortune represents is kind of like the cycles of our life, they're kind of going, they've already been set in motion by something we've done in the past. The Wheel of Fortune is a major arcana card, and typically those cards relate to bigger spiritual lessons in life. And things that we have a little less control over. But that's not always a bad thing. Letting go of control is not the worst thing ever. I'm talking to you, Virgos, especially. Um, Chance, opportunity, luck, destiny, forces beyond our control, like I said. Drama of life, the unknown, the unknowable, respect the mystery of life. A new phase, spiral, recurring themes, change in fortune. So with this Wheel of Fortune card and the fact that we have the Eight of Pentacles in the present position, I think that whatever craft you decide to either perfect or you decide, you know, I'm not a great cook, I want to start cooking more. This is really going to be important, an important way that you'll ground yourself, this like artistic or um, just tactile material thing that you decide to like put energy into. This is going to keep you grounded as, you know, there's some changes coming in the future and they're going to be for the best in the end, but there's going to be some uncertainty. So use this craft as a way to ground yourself. Okay, I'm going to stop there for you Amazonite people. This next track is by Arca. It's called Rip the Slit. Keep it locked for the next reading coming up.
we do here is go back, 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 back. CGSW presents Black History, featuring Faith Ringgold. You grew up surrounded by the creativity of the Harlem Renaissance in New York. You developed skills as a painter, sculptor, and writer. But it's your narrative quilts which established you as an artist and activist. Your quilts tell the story of successes and struggles within the Black community. Your early quilts confronted violence and racism with blatant honesty. Later works highlighted the African American community as strong and beautiful to re-image hurtful stereotypes. Your tenacity has revolutionized the art canon to recognize the talent of black artists. Your leadership has fought for female representation in the art community. Your life's work has helped open crucial dialogues for racism, feminism, and empowerment. Today, on this day, Faith Ringgold, we commemorate you. Welcome back. You're tuned into the High Priestess here on CJSW 90.9 FM. We're doing Pick a Crystal Tarot readings. Before I get into the second reading, though, what did you just listen to? That last track was Bored Lord with Look from Name It. 
And at the top of the set, we heard Arca with Rip the Slit from Kiki. Kiki? Anyways, reading to uh, those of you that picked the clear quartz reading, this one is for you. Oh, it's uh, 7.35 on the clock here. Some more ASMR for you. Reading to clear quartz. We're going to do maybe we're going to see how well this one shuffle goes and that's going to determine if I do a second um, one. What kind of shuffle do you call this? You can probably hear by how I'm shuffling the cards. Like you can probably imagine how I'm shuffling them. It's like a very classic shuffle. Is there a name for it? I'm sure there is. Anyways, okay. Now we're going to pick your cards. Reading two, clear quartz. You guys are like, I'm psychic. I'm picking clear quartz. Good for you. Okay, your first card. Your second card. And your third card. You know what? This reading actually looks really good. Clear quartz people. Okay. In the past position, we have the Six of Wands. This features a person on a horse. They're carrying a wand that has a wreath on it, and they're surrounded by five other wands. Kind of like a knight on a horse type of thing. Then we have the King of Pentacles. Now, I think in the Rider Waite Smith tarot deck, he's in a garden. Um, but in this, this is quite similar, I would say. Um, the King of Pentacles in the Rainbow Heart Tarot, it shows uh, a bearded man sitting on a throne. There's It's flanked by um, bulls, uh, which represent the sign of Taurus. And he's holding some grapes, representing abundance, I'm imagining. And then we have the Six of Cups. The Six of Cups in Rider Eight Smith shows two kids surrounded by six cups. I don't remember the details. This one just shows two children and... Instead of cups, they're surrounded by six potted plants, and they're exchanging the cups with one another. Okay, so in the past position, six of wands. You're coming off your glory days, I guess. Like the past, in the past, things were really good for you. You're in a really good spot. You were succeeding. People around you were noticing that you were succeeding or they were recognizing you. They were seeing the good things that you were doing. It was just good energy. You're kind of on top of the world with the six of wands. And and the, the key here is like when you see the six of wands, you think of victory, but it's not just victory. It's also about being witnessed in your victory. It's about sharing and joy with others, celebrating with community, being lifted up by others, overcoming challenges, Leadership, admiration, achieving recognition. So good times. And with the king of pentacles in the present position here, you didn't let that victory and those good things go to your head. You were able to appreciate those good times and that recognition. And, you know, there's a balance between like you don't have to be arrogant when you receive praise and recognition, but you also don't have to hide and pretend like you're not succeeding or not doing well. Like in life, we need to find that balance of letting people witness us in our, our successful moments. So with the King of Pentacles here, when we see the King of Pentacles, this is a very grounded person. They know who they are. They know what they want. They're, in touch with like their own abundance, their own gratitude as well, kind of like the 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 balance of give and take 
to be honest, I when I've been doing readings for myself lately, I've been seeing the King of Pentacles in reverse a lot. So I'm I think of, you know, someone who's materialistic or something more than this. But upright, enterprising, reliability, meeting your commitments, being rock solid, assuming responsibility, encouraging others. Regularity in habits and activities, stabilizing influence, security of house and home. So yeah, I think this like really good um, past experience that happened with the Six of Wands has allowed you to find this kind of stabilizing uh, energy in your life. And you're also, you're not just experiencing that stability within yourself, but you're also able to share the benefits of that stability with the people around you. You're being reliable. You're, you're keeping up with your commitments to other people because you know you can do it. Yeah, you're just very grounded. You're in a very good place right now. Um, you're just very in touch with the world around you. Hopefully, you know, you're doing well physically, feeling good, but it, it, on a soul level too. Like you're just, there's a stability there. There's a groundedness there. In the future... The Six of Cups typically relates to our childhood. This is a specific message for one of you out there, um, but some of you might be getting in touch with a childhood friend is kind of what I'm seeing for some of you. But if that's not happening for you, this might just be uh, an encouragement to delve into your childhood. Maybe you need to do some shadow work, some healing in your childhood. Uh, from your childhood, you need to reflect on your experiences and face the things that you experienced as a child and integrate those lessons, those traumas, those difficult times. Um and for some of you, maybe it's not so much the shadow work side of things. Maybe it's getting in touch with your inner child. What did your inner child like to do? This is kind of, you know, relating back to the last reading we talked about, you know, drawing for fun as an adult because that's something you did as a kid. Like, why would you stop just because you're not going, you don't have a career in art? Why would that mean that you can't draw? Or like maybe you like to play certain sports as a kid, or maybe there's a place you like to go to that you haven't been to in a long time. For me, I like listening to the Backstreet Boys because some of my earliest memories are like sitting by my parents' big CD player. They had these giant speakers and I just listened to the Backstreet Boys. And anyways, whenever I listen to them, a part of me heals. Also, for some of you, there's going to maybe be some shadow work and some getting in touch with your inner child in a playful way. You know, we have to, shadow work is important. Facing our past, facing the difficulties we've experienced, facing the messages we've carried with us our whole life is important, but it's also important to have fun and not take ourselves and our life so seriously. And also with the King of Pentacles being the present position, um, I think you're in a really good place to do this work. You are, you're in a stable place. So th that's the best time to kind of do this kind of thing. I mean, also you can do inner child work and shadow work when your life is in shambles as well. But I'm just saying for this pile, some of you are in a bit more of a stable place. You're feeling a little bit more grounded and that's good because then you can handle maybe the difficult emotions that might come up for you. And also for some of you, like maybe you're not going to be doing shadow work. Maybe you're just going to reminisce on like your childhood and what you enjoy and think about how you can bring the happy memories from your childhood into your present moment. All right, so clear quartz pile or pile, sorry, clear quartz reading, second reading. That's um, where I'm going to end off for you. I'm going to play a track here for you guys and then 
I'll do the final tarot reading. Keep it locked. This is However by Jasmine Infinity from their album, Pardon My French, Bitch Slap. I'm butting in here because I want to make sure we have enough time for all of you reading three people, but we're going to let this track play out in the background. So if you chose the Citrine Crystal, you chose reading three, this is your reading. Final chance for some tarot card ASMR. And also a lovely listener texted in and let me know that this shuffle that I'm about to do here, it's called a riffle shuffle. And if you're just tuning in now and you're like, pick a crystal readings, you can listen back to this episode in a couple hours probably on cgsw.com or the cgsw app and you can listen to all the readings i did and you can pick which crystal you want 
and which reading you want to listen to. But for those of you that picked reading three and citrine, this is going to be your reading. Okay, let's um, let's pick your cards. Okay, some fiery energy here. Yes, some very fiery energy here. Okay, I say that because in the past position, we have the Knight of Wands. Ooh. We have the Knight of Wands. Wands relate to fire. This will typically show a knight on a horse holding a wand. Um, I do want to look up the Rider Waite Smith. Okay, so yeah, this, this horse is charging because it's fiery energy, so it's very active. In the uh, present position, we see the card Strength, which relates to the sign of Leo. It shows a woman. She is wrestling with a lion, and she is taming that lion, um, not with brute force, but with gentleness. And then we see the Page of Wands in the future position. Okay, sorry, just thinking there for a second. So again, this is just going to show kind of like a young person who is holding a wand. Okay, so some very fiery energy. When we think of fire, I mean, I think of impulsivity. Also, fire signs are relevant here. So Aries, wow, give me a second here. Aries, Leo, and Sagittarius. Those signs might be significant. Maybe you are an Aries, a Leo, or a Sagittarius. Okay, so the Knight of Wands. Okay, so in in your past, I'm seeing a lot of like expressive, creative energy, a lot of vitality and passion. Um, and yeah, there's creativity here. I might have already said that. I apologize. Uh, yeah, but also when I think of the Knight of Wands, I really do think of impulsiveness. So I think that like you had all this energy, you had all these ideas, you had all of these things you wanted to do, and maybe you acted too quickly on some of these ideas. Maybe you did something before you were ready. Maybe you said something um, that maybe kind of derailed certain projects or you did something on impulse that kind of took you off this track of vitality and passion. Um, it's funny because sometimes the decisions we make when we're like in this really good place of, you know, lots of ideas, lots of passion, we almost sometimes make a decision that it's in the heat of the moment, no pun intended, but then it kind of burns us out and takes us off of that track of vitality and passion. Okay, yeah, definitely. With the strength here in the present position, you need to learn to tame that part of you um, that is kind of wild and expressive. And uh, like also when we look at the strength card, we also think of maybe like the primitive animal part of you. So the part of you that's just like you know, I don't want to be civil. I don't want to be following the rules. I just want to do whatever. You need to learn how to balance that and and wield that part of you so it doesn't overtake you and it doesn't uh, consume you or make all the decisions for you. So yeah, when I see the Knight of Wands, I'm seeing that you are on track to do something, a creative project, a relationship, um, an endeavor in your life, maybe just trying to do something in your life differently, approach something with a different energy. And you were really like, there's just a lot of like intense energy here. 
And then you did something on impulse maybe that kind of derailed these things. Maybe it didn't. Maybe you have been just kind of noticing that you've been maybe expending too much energy that like energy that you don't have. You're kind of doing maybe more than you have the energy for. So with a strength card, we need to rein it back a little bit. We need to learn how to honor the part of us that's wild and crazy and has all these amazing ideas and wants to act on them. We need to learn how to use that part of ourselves because it's not about it's not about shutting that part of yourself down or or you know if we're going to use more fire references here we're not trying to stomp out the fire we just don't want it to be like a raging inferno you want it to be like a bonfire you want to be able to use your energy use your fire use your enthusiasm to get you to a place in life and then in the future position we see the page of of wands so in tarot, there are um, four court cards. There's the page, the knight, the queen, and the king. Um, so the page is kind of like when we're new to something, we're starting from square one. We don't know about a lot. We don't know a lot. We, we have a lot to learn is what I'm trying to say. So what I'm kind of seeing here with like the past being the knight of wands the present being strength and the future being the page of wands is you kind of need to take it one step back. You're going to hone in that fire within you, that excitement, and you're going to learn how to wield it. And then you're going to kind of start from an earlier position. For some of you, you might be feeling like you're, you're taking a step back, but you're not. You're kind of getting your ducks in a row. The page of wands is about seeking, risk-taking, inspiration, discovery, curiosity, free-spiritedness, self-growth. It's a very exciting place to be in. Desire to learn, experimenting, innovation. You're kind of going back to a testing phase. So rather than acting, you're kind of maybe doing some research. You're figuring out what, what gets you excited, what fires you up, why does it get you excited. That's important to understand in life when we want to go in a direction in life, when we're trying to fulfill a passion or a purpose in life. Why do you want to fulfill that purpose? Ask yourself those questions. Maybe the thing that you're working towards, it's not about that thing. It's not about that career. It's not about that craft, that uh, relationship. It's something about, it's a quality of that relationship. It's a quality of that endeavor. I hope that's not too vague, but it's like maybe you're trying to get a certain experience or feeling out of a relationship or a job or a social experience that you actually could find in a much better place, a different place. Does that make sense? You're going to be growing, and I think you're kind of taking the step back so that you can really dive into this passion or to use this vitality in a way that is sustainable. Yeah, again, when we're thinking about fire in astrology and tarot, like just or rather with the page of wands, I want you to think about sustaining a fire. Like, what do you need? You can't just burn it out. Like you don't want to just throw gasoline on the fire first thing, right? Like you have to build the kindling and you kind of have to, you know, you have to feed it logs throughout the night to keep it going. So yeah, we're just kind of taking a step back to make sure we have all our ducks in a row so that we can use this passion to drive us forward. Okay. Citrine pile. I'm going to stop there for you. Thank you so much for tuning in. I can't believe it, but the show's almost over here. So we're going to, I'm going to say goodbye. I'm going to play one last song for you. Or maybe I might play 
two-ish songs for you. Um, if you want to follow me on Instagram, you can do so at thehighpriestess.cjsw. As I mentioned before, head to cjsw.com or the CJSW app. If you want to listen back to these readings, maybe there were some tidbits in there that you found interesting or that hit home you want to listen back to, please stay tuned for CJSW Originals, which is coming up next. Okay, so finishing off this set, we're going to listen to Push Your Temper by Femtonal. And then we're going to listen to Planet of the Vapes. Thanks again for tuning in. I have been Rachel. I'll see you next week.
This eight only wants 